Good evening and welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. My name is Jeremy. This is Eric. Oh my gosh, and you look like a lemon face. What's going on over there? I'm partying with a fat boy. Oh my god. And I'm not talking about you. It doesn't... <laughs> hey, I put on a couple pounds, but... <laughs> well, I said I wasn't part. It doesn't look like you're having much fun. All right, so went to the liquor store today to buy beer for our cast, because we always have a little... Uh, what would you call this? Libations, liquor, liquor. <laughs> booze, beer. Meh, beer mostly. Alcohol. Alcohol. And so I picked up two things. I picked up something that's kind of classy: pint gla- pint bottles of a maple bock, which is nine dollars for a four pack. So you know it's craft made, crafty. And then also a six pack of Party with a Fat Boy. So which looks like it was made on somebody's uh, PC from yeah. about 1987. It looks like somebody downloaded some Fat Boy <laughs> clip art and just slapped it <laughs> onto a beer bottle. You know what? I think that's uh, you know Comic what? Sans with, <laughs> with a liner, with, a, with, a with an outline. Yeah. You know what'd be funny? A beer called Party with a Fat Boy. So, oh my God, it smells like bread. Yeah, it's it's pretty. I don't. I, I can't really. It's yeasty. Lemony, almost tastes like a, a wheat or something, but... All right, here, we go, here, here you go. So, well, actually, the person that sold me the beer must have thought something was up because here I've got this classy beer, the Maple Bock, and then Party with a Fat Boy all in the same... You ar- probably thought you were going to be drinking the Maple Bock and you were give your kids the Fat Boy. <laughs> here you go, kids. Have fun. Have fun with this. Have fun with it. Oh, T- it's cool, Daddy. Tonight, I'm teaching you how to drink. All right, so it smells like bread. Um, I'm, I'm going for it. Fat Boy Beverages... Company, Cold Springs, Minnesota. Minnesota. It's not that bad. You don't think so? No. Maybe it has to grow on me. I don't know. Well, it's just that first sip was... Really? It just didn't taste like beer, I don't think. That I was that you, was my problem with it. It was a brown bottle. There's, there's, you know what there is? You know, what, you know what's missing? What? There's no hops. Oh, There's yeah. like no hops there's at all. There's no hops at all. It's just beer without hops. Maybe fat boys don't like hops. Fat boys do not like hops. Um... So the the bottle is brown, but I mean this beer is very translucent. Yeah. I mean translucent, transparent. <laughs> I wonder if it's yellow. I, I was kind of wondering like we should maybe find a glass and because it almost like you'd almost swear it's clear. I but why beer is yellow? I mean, well, I mean the adjuncts barley. and stuff. I mean when you make beer, you don't put artificial colorings in it, and it's always got a golden to brown hue. Nah, I've never made. I don't think I've ever made a beer that didn't have roasted. Uh, oh, uh, like barley. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so that gives it its brownish hue. Gives, so so I but, guess barley though, if you if you just look at it, it's like yellow color. Yeah, so like, it t- yeah. picks up that. Um, you could probably put a little turmeric in beer. That. Be what about Budweiser? Isn't Budweiser like almost white? No, that's got some no, yellow. Because I think yellow. That's rice though. Why? That's white. Yeah. So, I'm wondering if they add that color in there because I think that's a good question. That's kind of like what. You remember when we did the Miller taste test? Yep. And one of the questions like. Which which one, oh, of which these one has, looks yeah. better? Which one has a fuller head and a, a oh. deeper golden hue? You know, I wonder if that's maybe probably, they were doing a marketing data analyst. Uh, Zima might have done better if it would have been yellow. I think that was part of the no, shtick, though. But it was clear. See, um, but it was also a malt beverage. You're right; it wasn't beer. Although, wait a minute, a beer is malt beverage. Hello, because malt—the technical definition of malt—is is like uh, sprouted barley. Um, so that's but I what think, malt is. I think maybe yeah. I really and then don't. It's fermented into beer because they have malt beverages that aren't alcoholic. But like yeah, uh, Goya. Like, Goya yeah, makes a malt yeah. drink. I think it's pretty popular in Latin America or something. And like traditional root beer is a malt beverage, I think, isn't it? Uh it's got sarsaparilla. Oh, so it's not malted. No, sarsaparilla. it's got roots. No, it's got right. roots yeah, and yeah, bark yeah, right, and right, stuff. Right, right. 
Um, what I was going to say, though, and I may not be, tr- my, uh, this may not be an accurate statement, but welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness. Anyways, um, like malt liquor, when you think about it, is like uh, uh, 40, uh, 40 of um, St. Ides. Oh, or, um, yeah, but the bull. Uh, the Ride the bull or uh, steel. What is it? Um, Pittsburgh what? Steel Reserve. Yeah, yeah. What's the stuff that Billy D. Williams sells? Colt forty five. Old English eight hundred. Or O E. The O E. Oh, mm. Yeah. Or uh, Mickey's. Mickey's, the classic hey, malt Mickey's liquor. Is pretty good beer, though, I, I like. Well, it's not a beer though. It's a malt liquor, and I'm wondering if it's not a beer because it's got more alcohol. I don't is think Mickey's a, has that much. Is there five point seven maybe? I mean, because let's look at this. Let's look at party with a fat boy on here. No, it does say beer on it. Okay, so the qu- real question would be is if if and when we bust out that maple bock, if it actually says beer on it. Sure. Because well, I'm wondering if there's a law that says, like, beer can't be above 4.5% no, by volume. No, and then no, it no, becomes no. an ale nope. or a nope. malt liquor. Nope. Because uh, you got Imperial Starts that are up there at 10. But do they call themselves Imperial Stout Beer, or is it Imperial Stout? I, there's no law. We don't have a Reinsnachsbogen. Okay, that's not the right way to say it. No, it's not, but the, it's still funny. Reinsheitbogen. Reinsheitgebogen. Yeah, right, something like that. Anyways. The four, the four I don't ingredients. Know. I, I, it would be interesting to. No, uh, I think that's the discretion of the uh, brewer. I think if they want to put beer on there, they can put beer on there. Otherwise, they'll call it a stout because that's like a particular type. Right. Well, I mean, because you okay, okay. Beer let's, is kind let's, of a let's make a metaphor term, here. Right. If you buy English muff, old English muffins, <laughs> I'd like eight hundred old English muffins. <laughs> I'm gonna make. Do you, is that is that a muffin or is that is that a bread product? I mean, it's still bread because it's still made with like flour and water and eggs or whatever, right? Uh, or if you buy those little sandwich rounds, yeah, no, 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 I, buy, I get buns. it. Those are thins, and then you got bagels. Yeah, so if you have a stout, it's a stout. If you have a Ale, it's an. I don't know. It's all. They're all beers, though. They're all breads. I. What. What do you say? Crackers. Okay, I have a Ritz. I have a Triscuit. Those are all I have crackers. A, okay, they're all crackers. No, but the well, those cr- are those are we're all, bre- we're all crackers. No, no, no those deep are down inside, names. we're all just crackers. I think you should stick with your point on the breads. Like you could go and get a uh, English muffin. What are those French things? The a baguette. No, the a croissant. A croissant. But if you went to somewhere in France and you were like, I'd like a ham like and cheese bread. on bread, and you pointed at a croissant, they'd be like, oh, that is not the bread, you Have fool. a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the bread. Would you like to smoke your <laughs> Would you like to smoke croissant? this croissant? Whoa. Smoke the baguette. Um, Would you like a smoked baguette? So I wonder if beer is like a lower form of, of ale libation. No. no, because ale is a type of beer. Ale is a top fermented, light colored. But beer pale. is not a type of beer. Beer is collective. Yeah, beer is just a generalized ter- generalized term. It's but, like a human being. We're all human beings, but there's Asians, there's Africans, there's you know Americans, there's Irish. Yeah, 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 yeah but, but hear me out here for a second. If 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 you get a Miller Lite or an MGD and you look at the bottle, it'll probably say beer, Pilsner beer. It'll say beer. On okay, again, somewhere. I think that's the discretion of the brewer, because beer has. Has connotation. Beer has um, history. Beer has when when you when you are out partying, you're drinking beer. So when you see that word beer, you're like, yeah, that means a good time. <laughs> okay. And if it says imperial stout, like, oh, it means that sounds. What like, the hell is this? I ain't I ain't drinking that. that you know, sounds but like it's learning. That's yeah. That's <laughs> like you know, sitting in a big a big leather armchair. Oh, yes, well, so that gets to my point that maybe beer is a lower form of the alcohol mm-hmm. yeah no, they're all beers they're all beers because if i'm a brewer and i'm a ashi- if i'm not ashamed of the word beer wouldn't i make 
imperial stout. I think it beer. just depends on on the the demographic you're trying to uh, attract. And I wouldn't call it a lower quality because you call imperial stouts beer. Hey, can I have another beer? Do you have any really good beer? Because what did you what did you say uh, when I came yeah, in tonight? Yeah, yeah. You said, "Oh, I got some fancy beer." I got some fancy beer. You didn't say I have some fancy maple box. I've got a fancy box that we can enjoy. Uh, you can enjoy or some fat boy beer. beer. Yeah. Would you like a fat boy beer? Do you want a maple box or a fat boy beer? <laughs> How about a fat bock? Yeah, I suppose you don't see too many uh, maple box at the parties. I wonder if they'll have fat boy at the at the great taste. Are you getting? Are you going over there? By the way. Oh yeah. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I should, probably should, but I. Only two tickets per person, mm-hmm. so if you want to get yourself a ticket, folks, we've yeah. talked about it. Uh, the the great taste of the Midwest. A, There's actually I went to I, Google their, it. Their first, site was then, down. Then come back. I went to their site to figure out the day. It's August thirteenth. Something like that. I figured it out. Sometime uh, at the end of the summer. Yeah, it's I, by so, the Madison uh, what home homebrewers and we, tasters guild. Yeah, yeah. And they're so what are they? They're like a local. They're a beer club, but they're. A beer club who has put together the the largest beer festival uh, in the Midwest, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, just to, and then none of the, they don't get paid. I mean, I, I, do they get paid? I don't think they get paid. Um, I think the I think the um, the brewers that come out actually yes. pay to be in it. Yeah, I don't know. I was reading something because there's a price hike this year, and they say we pay our. Uh, they say that some. Um, Beer festivals will insist that the beer, uh, the brewers will pay their own way, and that leads to them cutting something like not bringing as much beer or not bringing as many styles of beer. So I think the Madison Home Tasters Guild pays them. Yay. To, well, okay. And then they got to rent the thing, and there's probably some insurance but they got to buy. But 50 bucks times 5,000, do the math. That's a lot of money. It's right. It's like $25,000. Really? That's it? Fifty bucks. No. Fifty times oh, five thousand. Fifty thousand. Yeah. Um, so two hundred thousand probably goes to pay for all that rent. The thing. Yeah. Fifty thousand goes in their coffers for advertising it, yeah, yeah. and renting a hall. They the probably club. Sure. Yeah. I Some mean, of the money goes in the club. But well, I guess what I'm trying to say is that they it, also give a lot of money to WRT because they're constantly mm-hmm. talking about them on the air. They're like, oh, WRT. But this is a pure. Thanks, this is a purely uh, a pure grassroots hobbyist form they don't walk away from the festival saying oh boys we cleaned up this year uh each of us gets thirty thousand dollars and i'll see you next year it's they they their club lives on you know they they yeah. add money to the club and they continue brewing beer as a hobby and they're probably not hurting for brew equipment well they okay. probably buy and share brew equipment for the club but anyways the um the one guy that i know that's in the club i know there was i know courtney knew somebody mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. But the one guy that I knew that actually invited me to a couple things, and I mm-hmm. this was like seven years ago when I was working at Silicon. He was the, his name was Tom. Oh, I'm <laughs> Wopat popped into my head, but that's not it. Uh, McCamey, Tom McCamey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and he was the uh, at Silicon. They do they test um, like food, and then they so like they do microbiological testing, mm-hmm. and they also test the chemi- chemistry of it. And he was the manager the boss of the chemistry side of the testing over there. Mm-hmm. And he was, I mean, so he, I mean, he's pulling down some green, you know what I'm saying? Oh, sure. So, and he was like, yeah, and he would talk about the water quality and blah, blah, blah. And then, I mean, the, the guys that are in the club, I think the guys that really are the, are kind of the, the core gears of it that make it run. I don't think they're, I think they got some cash. I don't think they're out this like 
they don't they don't want to clean up on it. They're just like out there to have fun. Yeah. To kind yeah, of yeah, qualify yeah, yeah, what you all yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, I went to their site. It was down today. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they don't have money for websites. Well, I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. What? So I went to this other site. I was like, you know, brewing festivals, Midwest, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I forget the name of the website, but there was, there was about 30 of them. There's a lot. But see, oh none, my God, M- Milwaukee's got five or six of them. There's, but none of them are as big as this one. Well, okay, but honestly, honestly, out of 500 beers, how many did you have last year? 30, 35, maybe? Mm, 40? Yeah, no, I don't know, 35. No, I mean, every I, year we're like, oh, we're going to make a list and we're going to keep track. I got to be honest, it's probably closer to like 20, yeah, 21. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, I mean, what, what the hell's the point? Uh, Why does it need to be? Okay. Wouldn't you rather have it a little bit smaller? Because, I mean, half the time, no, too, no. I get in there and there's like... <sighs> seven people in line and i'm standing there for 10 minutes before i even get up get out of here you're standing in the wrong line six then. minutes no it's like well you gotta wait for the good beers two you know? minutes they've got the beers that they crack at certain hours and you might have to wait for those or if you're I don't know. or for some reason there's big lines at the line and kugels booth which never makes any sense because i can go anywhere and get a line so you like the big things well you like u2 concerts too those are like big venues with no, lots of people no 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 see now there's a huge difference uh like for example, Quivy's Grove has uh, a beer festival, yeah. and they're on the other side of town. I think it's thirty bucks. At least it has been in the past. But they've got like. Did you go there once? No, I've never. Been well, there. how do you know what they got like? Because they got like fifty brewers. I don't know. I'd rather. I guess I'd rather. Oh my god, fifty brewers. That's probably uh, two or three hundred beers. Yeah. What? What? For God's sake! I'd rather go where there's five hundred brewers. Well, I like their location. Five and... beers per. You got a good location. It's in my I don't know. In my opinion, it's kind of like the place to be on that day, because there's a whole bunch of cool people. Oh, so it's it's, it's the fun. place to be seen. So you're you're like a, you're kind of like a. Oh, were you at the? Oh yeah, I was at the. I was at the Great Taste. Oh, the Great Taste. Oh, the Great Taste. Great Taste. Great Taste. I was at the Great Taste. That might be part of it. Sure. I went to the Great Taste, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt, and it's all dirty, and scratched. I, I, maybe up. that's part of it. I don't know. Puke sure. all down the front of it. I've never puked there. Never seen anybody puke there. I'm sure somebody has. Puked we got some there. pictures of people. At any out. rate. I don't know. It's yeah. a good beer fest, and yeah, I think maybe I'll. Uh, I think I'll go. It's. I have fun every year. I don't know if I have a hundred dollars to dump on two tickets, but I. I probably sell them. Huh? No, I'll. I'll I, if I buy another one, we buy two, and then you'd sell. Yeah, it there's a, actually some some people that come in the store, and I actually recognize them. But they're would usually, you sell it for a profit? You know, I might get five bucks for it oh, extra. No. I know. Then your beer will go sour. Yeah. Anyways. Uh. Anyways. Yeah. No, actually, I probably wouldn't. There's some people that come to the store that, that go every year. and There won't be they, any fat boy there, I like, guarantee they, they said that, you know what they said? They said, uh, oh, we're going to be out of town for uh, for a wedding on the on May 1st for the tickets. And um, they said every year they sent in and they've got tickets. I'm like, I've tried it like six years in a row. Haven't, not once. Have I, I got them once. Never got them. Yep, got them once. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, that there's they sell what? Like 5,000 tickets and 5,000 tickets, period. So it's not like... That's the other thing that's kind of nice about it is that it's busy enough that it's busy, but it's not like going to Great America or Disney World where it's like packed oh, yeah. people yeah. and you're Endless lucky. people, yeah. You know, the, the good ride hours, or the good beer, forget hours, yeah. it. You're not, yeah, you're not queued up in a line for 45 minutes waiting to get a beer well, and you know what? in the it, sun. And nobody would pay 50 bucks if that was Buying $25 churros. So it's a good thing that they do that. Right. Uh, but I mean, all, even, would you even pay... Fifteen dollars for a, a a beer fest like that. If it was just like a madhouse, and you know what else it does? Well, <laughs> you know what we should do one year. What's that? 
We should <laughs> we should just bring like a big cooler full of Bud Light and just sit with chair or Miller Light or whatever. Bring it into or the fairgrounds. No, and just like or oh, outside. Oh, maybe it's yeah, because you can bring coolers in, right, with water and stuff. Yeah. Just <laughs> now that'd be kind of dumb. Or sit outside the sit outside of like, hey, beer fest is right, right here, here, buddy. Or it like only set up a little, seven bucks. Set up a little tent, like. Oh. Set up a bar. Right, yeah, yeah, a tent out there. And just we like, got Fat Boy on fat, tap. We got Miller Lite. Come on, try it out. Um, I think that would, I bet we'd get a lot of people saying, oh, this is funny. The other thing about the Somebody cost, would blog about it. Absolutely. Is that what it's all about? Yeah. I was there. Oh, did you get some of the Miller Lite? You'd probably make a YouTube clip. <laughs> um, the there. other thing about the price uh, ticket is it, it keeps the D-bags out. Oh. I mean, if you have What a, about the T-baggers? Well, it keeps them out too, but D baggers, the the douche bags. I know, but there should oh. be a new political party called the D baggers, like oh. the Democrat bags. Sign me up. I'll be a D bagger. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'll I was part thinking of the D party. <laughs> I want to make D-bag. some buttons that have like the capital T bag equal D bag, and then like some hops and say this. This is what democracy tastes like. Oh, sure. Huh? Would you wear one of those? Absolutely. All right. So anyways, if Beer Fest was unlimited amount of people and it only cost $15 uh, to get in, oh, Jesus. it would be filled with college oh, frat yeah. boy D-bags who would, just, who, would, who would start fights, who would drink until they puked, who would just make the experience miserable. Yeah. The elevated price, it kind of, like, if you're not into beer, you're not going to pay that money to get in there. Yeah. Um, so that's... That's what it is. And since it sells out five months or four months prior to the actual event taking place, it's not like, hey, what do you want to do this week? Let's go to Beer Fest, you know, because yeah. those tickets are gone. You know? yeah. So yeah, there you go. That's Last time I went, <sighs> uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. I spent $20 on CDs. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Oh, because they have like a bunch well, of local uh, artists Mama's, Mama's Dig Down yeah. was like, like jamming. Jamming. And you were drunk. I was You're like, this is awesome. Through and you know what? That CD, I probably got more play out of than a lot of other CDs in my collection because I put it in at the store sometimes, and it's great. It's just like oompa music. Well, then that sounds it's like... It's like Fat Boy walking through the Beer Fest music. That sounds like $20 well spent there. Oh, Fat Albert's here. He's only hopping on one foot. What kind of beer is this? Does it have sugar in it? You making fun of me with this beer? <laughs> this is my beer right here. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Albert beer. That's a fat Albert beer. <laughs> and I'm going to drink some beer for you. <laughs> I might uh, even share and give you some too. <laughs> it's my foot beer. <laughs> it smells like feet. Ooh, it's a little yeasty. <laughs> there is, yes, there's some issues with your feet. There. Hey, are you a D-bagger? <laughs> that doesn't sound yes, like Fat Albert anymore. I lost no, I, th- I think he's more into somebody else. <laughs> that's drunk Fat Albert. That's, he just gets more mellow and smooth. Tea. Hey, 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 ladies. Hey, that's a fine looking beer you got there. You want to share that with me? How about you crawl up on this lap here, baby? Oh, you can fit three or four of your sisters up here, too. I'm going to tell you a story. Oh, if anything comes up, just don't worry about it. It's just a beer spigot. You can take a suck on that. All right. Mm, it's all happy. Happy Easter, baby. Look at the head on that one. Oh, you're hot. When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, what else is going on? Did uh, you use your D-bag before you came? 
That's awful. I know. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, D I guess that's what happens when you get fat Albert drunk. Jeez, he just gets hey, all nasty. Wow. This is maybe this is good beer. Who would have thought? One fat boy. Who would have thunk it? So yeah, D beggars. We should start a new political, uh, a new political uh, a movement. What would the platform of the D beggars? It would be okay. So what is the platform of the T beggars? It's kind of, it's kind of, it's GOP. It's Republican, mm. but it's it's, it's say more not. of the. They'll say they're not Republican. They'll well, okay, but they are more. They are more right leaning. I'll agree right? with you. Are yeah. they? Are they? Are they religious? Are do they? Do they play the abortion card and the lifer card? Not necessarily. God, right? you know, I'm probably the wrong person to ask but that. But what they I do, you know what they do? Notions. They are actually they, they adhere to more of the roots of the Republican Party, which is fiscal responsibility. I think that's what this whole deficit, mm-hmm. budget cutting, blah blah blah. That's yeah, that's what they're all yeah, about. Yeah, and that's yeah, what the Republican Party was originally about. So it would have to be kind of a it would be the democratic version the democratic answer just a bunch of guys that want to spend as much money as possible as no, fast no, as they no, can. no 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 okay we got some money <laughs> what are we going to do let's buy some gum are you sure that's fiscally good? just give me the money we're going to buy 7 million dollars worth of gum and give it to all the kids and then they'll <laughs> chew it up and then they'll rot their teeth out and then they'll get diabetes, yeah. and then, then the pharmaceuticals are going to find a lot of money for it. And we can what? charge it all what? to the rich. <laughs> yes. Well, okay, not necessarily the antithesis, not like the exact opposite of what they do, but the answer in the democratic uh, realm, or the, the left, uh, you know, so draw, okay, imagine there's a line, and you have your right and your left. Right. And then you have your centrists. Now- the the I think the political uh, idealism behind the teabaggers is definitely weights that teeter totter to the right. Wait, okay? hang on. So and yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and if you look at all the issues, I mean, we could probably draw up a chart uh, me, and see what issues that they that they where they stand, and then like just look at those issues on the Democratic side and say, okay, the teabaggers will do the opposite. So here. Spend tea baggers. <laughs> I found a dollar. Spend it. Uh, tea baggers, I believe, are uh, Republicans. Now they they'll say that they're not Republicans. They'll say that most. Uh, they'll see that that they will say that there is a tea baggers, a tea party. <laughs> call them by their proper name. A tea party movement of which the majority of its members are Republicans. The Tea Party is not a political party. It's a movement. Now this is what this is this is what they say. And so more they, they welcome Democrats into the movement, mm-hmm. but so far there have been no takers. And mm-hmm. so the vast majority, 99.9% of the Tea Party is comprised of Republicans. Uh, and those Tea Partiers are people that are so upset with uh, George W. Bush and his careless spending, but too proud to go to the Democratic Party that they've they don't like the libertarian. distanced themselves from... Eh, you know, I don't really even know much about the libertarians. But it, my point is, is that you would have to come up with the D baggers or the D party, the, the douche D party. party. Yeah, uh, would have douche to party. be the douche party. The Pete would have to be uh, the <laughs> Democrats who are fed up with Obama and whatever he stands for. Well, he and, he is kind of standing on clay feet. I mean, he right. had all these high ideals, and he's kind of backing down. He's letting the uh, he's he's letting the uh, the the 
the the the Republican the middle Senate of the kind of people kind of like walk all over like him. yeah even though he has the final say he's like oh, okay fine I'll back down on it <laughs> if I have to here's my birther you all this silliness with the birther no no not necessarily that no, so the D baggers the D party would be I guess left of Obama because I would say that the Tea Partiers you are probably he's... right of of George W. Or maybe, you know, actually, I really feel I'm going to give the Tea Partiers the benefit of the doubt. And I believe that they are Republicans who are very disappointed in where their country went and what happened to their party. They're Republicrats. Well, now, I don't want to paint the Democrats as the good guys because they've got their own share of problems. Don't get me wrong. Well, but OK, if you think about the history of the Republican Party, it started out. I mean, they were the good guys. Yeah, right. So, and it switched, and so maybe the tea baggers or, or the tea party is like trying to trying to rein that in. Rein no, that the, crazy the tea partiers right are crazy. <laughs> they're oh, they're manipulated, crazy nut jobs. Money, money. It's all money, isn't it? And I mean, they claim fiscal responsibility, but what they really want to do they is, want to keep is more they want to of their own funding. Money. They want to cut funding to 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 uh, social programs is what they want to do, and keep the money up up in the stratosphere with the with the two percent. And even even yeah. the people that don't have a lot of money that are in the tea bag or in the tea party movement are uh, boon swaggled, horn swaggled, brainwashed into into thinking that oh yeah, fiscal responsibility is the best thing, yeah. and those those darn welfare mothers they're the ones that are sucking this country yes. dry, yeah. and so they they believe that, and it's but it's the money that's behind the tea bag well, party. Yeah, no, you're yeah, you're right. I mean. I think that, I think uh, I don't know I don't want to talk about politics. So we need some welfare mother to come out and start the D party. The D party be like everybody needs some welfare. I'm having me six babies so I can yeah. get that money. We don't need all these wars. What are all these wars for? Damn. All we need is more money. Yeah, we we need some health care for our kids. We need some education. Education is the most important <laughs> thing. I mean, seriously, I mean it sounds like a joke, but if somebody came out and said, "Look, all right, that we have this new D party and there's a lot of people in it and blah blah blah. They're middle class people. Mm -hmm. And then uh, oh, let's let's really research this D party. Where's because that's what happened with the T party. It's like oh, all these where'd this T party come from? Oh, let's do the roots. Where are the roots? Oh, the roots are the Koch brothers. Right. You know these super hyper rich guys that are that have agendas and their right. little fingers in everybody's pie. So yeah. you know Fox News would let's do a real in depth um, expose of of the the founders of the D party. Oh, it's uh. <laughs> the TF Loretta down on oh, Loretta. Fifth Street there. Who's <laughs> worth about Loretta 10, the welfare bucks, queen? Right? Well, now what does that all? I mean, she wow, got about man. eight kids. <laughs> food stamps. She just more government insulating more her government. house with her with food stamps. She got so many. <laughs> I don't know what to do with these. I just stick them in the attic. My house gets warmer. I stick them in my shoes because <laughs> uh, my feet get cold in the winter. All Can't right. afford no boots. Since we already did one beer taste test, I think it's time to do another beer taste. Insulating her house with food stamps. <laughs> that was that was that was good. That was good. So we're we're cracking up the uh, cracking out the milk and the, 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 the with the maple there. Eh? It's a maple box now. The maple. Charlie Papazian, beer brewer extraordinaire. Yeah, what was the book? Uh, uh, the joy of the joy of home brewing. Home brewing or something like that. Uh. Basically, the definitive home brewer. Maybe. Anyways, he he said, wrote the book. He wrote the book on it. He says that any use of maple syrup because of its expense. In a beer is a waste. Well, but I told you the story off podcast. Yes, you did. And uh, 
which is I will enlighten, alert, get us. I will alert the listeners. Um, Ooh, it's got the, a my favorite meal, Luke. Color. Luke, if you're out there listening, I really appreciated the meal you made, you and the beer you brewed, and the and the the bluegill you fried up. Free meal. Uh, he caught bluegills out of the lake, fried them up, uh, made a maple beer, uh, but he didn't use maple syrup. He just used the sap because the sap runs like crazy, and it takes 40 gallons of sap to make one gallon of maple syrup. Mm-hmm. So the sap, I mean, that's that's pure geez, concentrate, right? So with 40 gallons of of sap, you could make 40 gallons of beer, basically. You know, because it's basically one to one. I mean, you could add some, you could add some adjuncts, you could add some crystals, some crystal meth. You know, if you really wanted to give it a hop. Really want to give it a bite. A bite. Uh, I just had to angle the light towards me because I just. Oh my gosh, this beer is just—it's pretty. It is. It looks a little cloudy though. Very dark. I don't know if that's like maybe the, the um, uh, what's that called? The condensation on the glass, but it's—it's almost. It's got. Smells like a homebrew. It's got a reddish color to it. Tastes like a homebrew. Good Uh lord. Oh man, this is expensive beer. All right, here goes. No, maybe that. Maybe it's supposed to taste like that. Maybe that's what maple tastes like. It doesn't have the weird finish of an, of a homebrew though. It has the it has the front end, but it kind of goes away. It finishes clean. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a nine dollar yeah. beer. No. It's no. it's very it's very roasty. It's, it's almost r- like a stout or something. It's rich. Yeah, uh, you can almost it just tastes like a stout kind of. Yeah, Maplebach hinterland. Oh, you know what? I am completely wrong. A, Look at this beer brewed with maple syrup. Oh, there you go. It says beer right on the label. Uh, and based on the flavor, I can tell this is probably up in the seven to eight percent range. But uh, yeah, I it's about fifteen, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm gonna have lots of ladies up here on my lap. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So That's this okay. hinterland. Where did you say? I, think, did you I was, say it was from Green, Green Bay. Bay. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. Actually, the Fat Boy did kind of grow on me in the end there. Yeah. The first, the first sip of it was. Uh, I'm so hard to pin down. I I can't make up my mind about anything. I'm so wishy washy. Washy wishy. I am. I just I I don't. And that's, that's what do been, you? How do you mean? What do you mean? Well, like with the beer there, I was like the first one was like ah, ooh, the fat boy. Blah, blah, blah. And I, you know what I did though? I kind of came into the fat boy with um, another little conversation off pod there, but I had seen it at at the bottle mm-hmm. stop liquor, and I the way it was kind of placed, it was kind of piled up in the middle mm-hmm. with a really plain wrapper, and and it wasn't mm-hmm. cold. There was none of it cold, and it was like. Four dollars or whatever. So I was like, "Oh my gosh!" This yeah. I, and I was thinking about buying it, you know. But then I I just couldn't do it because even though it was only four dollars, and I was like, "Well, we'll give it a try." No, I don't even want to give it a try because it just looks like somebody made it in their basement and slapped a label on it, and they're trying to make money off of it. And, and if just, it's sitting, and in the, the liquor store probably bought it right. off the back of a truck, right? right? This is it's like a knockoff beer or something. And if it's sitting in the middle of the beer place, uh, all stacked up like with that, a big sign saying four dollars special," it's probably been like cooled down, heated up. Yeah, cooled down. it's probably got some baggage along with it. Uh, do you remember Cheesehead beer? No, Cheesehead beer was a beer from Capital Brewery here in Middleton. And I think it was like when the Packers were doing really good in the late 90s or maybe mid-90s. I don't really remember when. They made this cheese head beer. And it was "Ah, was so funny, you know, whatever. It was just like a a Pilsner or a lager or something, something very light, a very like a Millery type beer. It was a beer. It was a beer for drinking while you watch a football game for sure. It was a beer. It was definitely a beer. It was Um, a beer beer. It was a beer. It was a beer's beer. A beer. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, whatever, they sold it for... By the case, seven ninety. Oh, 
You know, so it was probably like fourteen, fifteen dollars sure. a case or whatever. Well, they they couldn't move it. I mean, I think people bought it as a gimmick and probably gave it away as gifts and stuff. Yeah. But it lost its uh, humor very quickly, and they made too much of it. So at one point, you could start. You could buy a case of it for a dollar fifty. What? I swear, to, I kid you not. Maybe it was three dollars. It was either a dollar fifty or three bucks. What? I sw- I kid you not. So uh, Chris and I drove out to uh, the, the brewery. Middleton Brewery, Capital Brewery, went to the liquor store and they had just piles of the stuff. And each one of us, I think, bought four cases each. So there's eight cases of this cheesehead beer in my car. We drove it back to our place. He took his, I took mine. And for like the entire summer, all I drank was cheesehead beer. And I got to tell you, I got really tired of it really fast. Was it really bad? Do you remember? Yeah. You can find some on eBay. Maybe, yeah. We could do a, we could do a, curti- we could do a beer volatile. Uh, cheesehead beer. beer. Yeah. If anybody's out there, you know, maybe do a Google search of cheesehead beer and send us the picture or something. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I don't I've know. It's like it. it's like any, like, Miller, well, probably was even worse than Miller Lite. But, you know. Oh, it was probably like, a, yeah, really basic. It was a very Pilsner, basic yeah. beer. But, I mean, you know, when you get something like that for three bucks, you're like, oh, three bucks, you cool something down. Like, sure. yeah, I mean, this is awesome. Well, okay. But by know, the time a lot you of people the- just drink Bud Light, that's all they drink. I, I mean, I think my yeah, neighbor probably yeah, goes yeah, through yeah. a twelve pack a night. You know, yeah, he right, sits out right. there and and he drinks Miller Light or Bud Light. It got to a point though with this beer that I just like that the that it would hit my tongue and like my whole body would be like another. Well, cheese how much head. did you drink? I mean, a lot of freaking cheese head. What, but four cases? But that's forty eight. Well, this was a uh, 20, 80, 24, 48, 96, 96, 96 beers. beers. That's really not that many. And I probably Take had one down, parties. pass it around. But I mean, you're right. I mean, there are Coors Light men and Bud Light men and Miller Light men, and they they wouldn't even think Jeez, about Ed, possibly drinking anything other than their beer of choice. Uh, and you know, 96 Miller Lights to them is a weekend. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> okay. much. Pretty much. No, if you if you go to the Badger game, sure. I mean, holy crap. You're not gonna have 96 of them. But no. Eight. Sure. Easy. At, oh, at a okay. tailgate. Oh my god. Well, look at look at the look at the Badger Bowl. Look at look at the funky licks. What? 10, 12, 15, 20, 30, 40 pitchers a night? Okay, granted they have 20 people doing it, but do the math. I mean, they each drink they each drink four pitchers. Yeah. You know? It's like well, I mean, Andre does probably yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy crap. I mean, how many beers how many beers are in a pitcher? Four? Four. So, that's like 16 beers. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big man. He's, He's a big, big man. fella. Big man who likes his beer. Oh yeah. Let's see if he has both his feet. This <laughs> We're not playing on Fridays, and that's the only day that they oh. play. Oh. So, what do you think guides your um, beer of choice? Not you per se, but your neighbor, or you, we all know somebody who has got their beer, and you try to give them, uh, you know, oh, a Bud Light, and you try to give them a Miller Light. Honestly, they won't even touch it. Ooh, no. Uh, I'd- Honestly, I would say there's a couple different things, and I'm gonna give you percentages for each of those things. Oh my! Um, I'm gonna the. Uh, I'm gonna back up from the mic and listen to this. The uh, the 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 flavor is probably less than fifty percent. Okay. No kidding, like thirty percent easily. Okay. I think it's less, but go ahead. Okay. All right. 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 Okay. So 20%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, price is probably a little bit, a couple percentages. You think there's a big 10%. price difference between Bud Light and Miller Light? Yeah. They, there's I think sales, there's, obviously. I think, there's, I think there's actually, I mean, maybe this is going off topic here, but I think there are, there are fair weather drinkers. I think there's the ones that would say, 
Oh, looks like Coors Light is on sale for $17.99 for a 30-pack. Uh, I'll say $4. I'm going to get that this weekend. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about Bud Light is my beer. Miller okay, Light okay. is so, my beer. Uh, flavor, I would say it's it's what we were talking about before. It's that demographic beer label. It's it's identifying with that label because it's like Ford and Chevy. Oh, that Ford's a piece of crap. Oh, that Chevy's a piece of crap. No, that Ford's a piece of crap. What the hell's the difference? I mean, it's they're American car companies that are made with strict tolerances of, of uh, quality, and they both are very well-engineered automobiles. They're both companies that want to remain in business. What the hell's the difference? Gonna... You know, I think it's I think it's that uh, that's ninety, not ninety, but that's eighty percent of you know you know what, what it is. You know what I'm surprised I didn't hear you say marketing. That rolls into marketing. Okay, that does. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to go too far in that, but I, I, I think actually I probably just answered my own question. What happened? I spilled a little bit of maple. Beer. Don't spill maple all over my chair. I was listening to your marketing. Story. What's like a dollar of beer you just spilled? <laughs> I spilled on my iPhone though, so oh, okay, it ruined funny. a three hundred dollar device. So it's, it is it's probably okay. the ad campaigns. Nah, it's, I think it's also the the area of the country. I think because if you go down if you go down to the below the Mason Dixon line, it's yeah. probably all Budweiser, Yingling. Right? Oh, Yingling. Wow. Yingling. No, I don't know. No, isn't that in Michigan? No, that's like south. Yeah, but it's made in Michigan. No, it's made made in Florida. No. No, it's made in Boston. I don't know where it's. I can't remember where it's. It's made made in New York. New York City. Yep. Or or out there on the East Coast somewhere because the first time I ever saw it and had it was. In New York with my brother a couple mm. months ago, and I had never even heard of it. No, I know it's East Coast and so- uh, South Coast. It's East Coast and, then, and, and the South. woman told me the woman at the bar told me the whole story that they haven't gotten rights to del- to even distribute right, it right, out right, here. Right, yet. right, right, and that gets into the whole beer cartel thing, but that's a whole different story. Yeah, yeah, they would sell here if they could, but for whatever reason, they can't get distribution in this part of the country. It was pretty good. It was better than this eh, maple beer. Yeah, well, yeah. A, a far cry cheaper too. A far cry cheaper. So, yeah, I would say, I mean, I didn't go very far with my percentages there, but I would definitely say that the majority of it is kind of brand identity, you know? Well, and then it's brand, the same thing. what is brand identity? Brand identity though? is, now that's, now marketing. that, okay, now let's same talk about marketing. Like Chevy and Ford. Well, right. There's, there's, there's these ads on TV and the people see the ads and they say, oh, that is the kind of lifestyle I want. I'm going to try to live that lifestyle. I'm going to buy that car. That's going to make me, that's going to make everybody else think that I live the commercials that they see. Sure. And they're going to think that that is me. Yeah. And I want to identify with that. And see, that that's what drives me nuts about marketing. I mean, I, I it, it's totally different than the marketing that I'm not paying for in my store. <laughs> but it, it's still, it's kind of like beer and Imperial Stout. <laughs> there's different kinds of marketing. There's guerrilla marketing. And then there's, you know, local, hey, I'm here. I'm here. Check it out. You know what I mean? Well. Or there's bang you over the head and like like you know brainwash you into believing that you you you're not going to be a, a good citizen of the United States unless you buy this kind of beer. You so know? here's what all I, your friends are going to make fun of you if yeah. you don't if you don't go to this store and wear this particular type of clothes. I, the kind of marketing I want to do is just hey, I'm here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Look at look at realize that there is a store like this available for you to shop at. Yes. Um Oh, there's a beer like this for you to drink, <laughs> and fat boys. A not very good beer made out of wasting maple syrup, if you will. Oh my god! Well, maybe you could boil it down and put it on your pancakes. <laughs> maybe it might sugar. be a better use of it. Yeah. 
Um, I'm just saying that at some at one point, some point in in our past, Coke and Pepsi had to raise awareness of Coke and Pepsi. But then at some point they came to a plateau where everyone knew what Coke and Pepsi was. Yeah. So that's maybe when the marketing shifted towards the lifestyle or whatever you're the talking clump, about. Like the club. Coke people do this and Pepsi people do the same thing with Chevy and Ford. There had to be a raising of awareness. And then now that everyone knows it but is, like, look well, why would ads, you buy a Ford over a Chevy? Well, yeah, Chevy is tough. Well, so it's, so I mean, they're, Ford's they're, they're, tough. Their commercials are the same. It's like, Bill. Tough Ford, tough. We Chevy can, strong. We can haul forty six thousand pounds. Well, the Chevy can haul forty six thousand eight hundred pounds. Well, the Ford built a bigger truck. It can haul fifty six thousand. I mean, it's got two Hemi's. <laughs> <laughs> Double stack. <laughs> um, which is okay. So, and this actually, the uh, marketing that Chevy has done has shaped my perception. Of Chevy is a car company that I would never even look at. Like if when I'm car shopping. But there's one sitting in your driveway. Yeah, well, that's a rental. That doesn't count. That's not my car. I did not buy that car. But you drove it. I did drive it. Did I, I say I'm I wouldn't drive one? No, but it's the same thing. It has shaped my... my. I can't believe you have a Chevy sitting in your driveway. Car purchasing... Uh, of course, I never thought I'd own a Dodge, but anyways. Oh, yeah, sure. Dodge, Dodge, they've got their Did you ever think you'd own a Dodge? I never really paid much attention. to What was to your it. first car? A Volvo. Oh, really? Oh, you did you get you got the the rents? Yeah, the blue the blue bomber. No, it was white. Oh, the white one. Oh, yeah, sure, I remember that. The, it looked like a Mr. Magoo car. It did. Yeah, I spray painted it black. Oh, you. Did. People would. <laughs> I would drive places, and people would ask me if it was a Studebaker. I'm like, no, it's a Volvo. Oh, you should have made it into it like a Doctor Who mobile, like the KLF did. That kind of looked like that car. Did you ever see the the TARDIS, the TARDIS car? They, was it, it was, was it it painted Trabant? up like a. Uh, I don't know what it was, but they painted it up like a like like an old police car. Like, okay, you should have painted it up like a police car. Maybe that's what I should have said. Like that with the white was roof. A, that car was a disaster. And then a bla- and then the black paint. black hood and trunk, and then like a white stripe, and then mm-hmm. a big star in the. Oh, you could have been awesome. That'd have been sweet. But getting back to the point of of, of the whole Chevy thing, there, like they they their marketing has shaped themselves to me as a. As a tough company that doesn't care about gas mileage and it's all about horsepower and hauling stuff, and yet they're the ones that are developing the Chevy Volt. Uh, they're all the car companies now. They know that they have yes, to get on that. Yes, but rig. I went to the Chicago or the D- no, the sh- it was in Chicago. It was a car show in Chicago five years ago. Uh, and and who killed the electric car? They're talking about and Chevy's developing the Volt. They've been developing this Volt thing for like seven years now. For uh, uh, years prior to this whole, yeah, but you like, never heard about it. Well, I did from Who Killed the Electric Car, and then I went yeah, to the but car who show. Watched, how many people watched that movie? A million. But then I went to the car show, and they had one a a um, concept Chevy Volt there on display with some bio and some information. They've been actively from drawing board to test to conception to all that sort of stuff. They've been working on this thing, and it doesn't matter if you don't have a working vehicle. If you've got people in a boardroom drawing diagrams and coming up with ways to keep batteries charged up, you're paying those people. Yeah, but and you're, you're paying, probably paying them a decent salary. Yeah, but you're paying those people no matter what. And, you and only lay so many them people off can, or you move them on to the, yeah. the Chevy. How can we get some more Hemis in this truck? Uh, line. They're 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 a vibrant company. Vibrant companies know that the future is uh, moving away from fossil fuels. I'm just they're saying they're not that, gonna they're who, not gonna throw all their eggs in this in this gas guzzling culture. I I completely I completely agree with you. Their their money making engine is the big. I mean, when I say engine, I mean their their money making uh, raison. Uh, what what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Their their flagship 
flagship cash cow cash cow cars are definitely the the gas guzzlers. the trucks but they're they're not but that's that's going too far in one direction they have to spread out they if they want to be a decent company they have to okay spread their wings over the market but uh uh toyota made their prius which is a hybrid um that's not too radical um and then ford made their fusion which is just a car that gets good gas mileage um, I don't know what Leaf, other, Nissan Leaf. Nissan Leaf is another hybrid. I mean, it's not, but the Volt has got like this rat. It's like it's electric. Uh, that's a hundred percent. It's it's gas electric, but it's electric. It's a hundred percent electric for like sixty miles. And then it then it goes to gas to charge the batteries. But if you're only commuting into town, the Volt is always, always only on electric. If you take it on a highway drive to, to Michigan or to Illinois, you're going to be electric, then you're going to be gas, and then you're going to have to fill up at some point. But for in-town commuting, you're only electric. So they're innovating. They are not. They didn't just come out with a car that gets better gas mileage. They didn't come out with a car that's batteries and gas to... to I mean, because what's a Prius? A Prius is a car that runs a little bit on batteries and runs a little bit on gas, and then that just boosts up the gas mileage. You know what would be a better and idea? And in fact, the Prius gets better gas mileage like going from the grocery store back and forth than driving on the highway. I'm sorry, but, but so, I just had an idea. I'm just thinking, let me, to finish off my Go thought, ahead, yes. Uh, I thought it was, because Chevy is owned by GM. GM has a lot of car brands. I thought it was odd that they give Chevy the research and development dollars to come up with a completely new oh, design of, of car. Oh, instead of, say, Chrysler. Or Chrysler, GM, Saturn. Any, Saturn would which have been is the gone, one. Right. But they gave it to Chevy, and I was like, well, that's a really weird pick. And at the time, my conspiracy mind was thinking that they're going to give it to Chevy because it will fail in Chevy's hand because Chevy is not known for gas efficiency. They're yeah. known for big, tough trucks. Yeah, the Mustang. Or Chevy Malibu no, pieces of that's crap. A Ford, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. But now my mind is kind of shifting because they put a lot of money behind it and a lot of advertising. Uh, I know how you feel on that. But, I mean, they've put a lot of eggs in this Volt basket and... You know, I I don't think they're out yet, but but anyways, no, Volt is 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 gonna. I think it's like a year or two out or it's something. It's gonna have to revolutionize. Well, electric cars are definitely gonna revolutionize the market. I mean, so, so anyways, that's that's yeah. it. What did you you had you had a thing to say that I did. Um, I'm thinking. I was thinking about the uh, the uh, gas slash electric thing, the Prius and the mm-hmm. uh, the Prius or whatever mm-hmm. the hell it is, mm-hmm. and the. The, the leaf and the volt and the what's ford's version the, the, the it's a fusion but it's just a car that gets good gas mileage it's oh a, they don't have like a like a i don't like believe it's watt or something Although it's the ford watt uh the ford there's a what is it it's a watt there's a it could be a yeah there's a hybrid ford explorer i believe but see like the hybrid suvs are just dumb because instead of getting 20 miles to the gallon get they get 23 miles um, yeah, exactly here's my here's my thought when you when you talked about uh <clears throat> the volt mm-hmm. that it's gas and electric well so is the prius but it's gas i never liked that i think that's stupid gas because there's just too much crap to go wrong i mean it's good yeah, yeah it's yeah. good for marketing it's good for sales because yeah, they're gonna because I mean, you can I, go 250 miles on 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 a charge and a tank of gas. Well, and and the, after six months or so, something's gonna go wrong with that switching mechanism, and they're gonna have to call you, and they're gonna, you're gonna mm-hmm. they're, I mean, they they build that in, you know. There's uh my gosh, I was listening to Fred Allen, mm-hmm. 1948, uh, uh, the radio show, hilarious, hilarious. My God, I was la- I couldn't even work. I put it in at work the other night, like after after hours, it was like eight o'clock, and I popped it in. I'm like, oh, I'm listening to this. I started like pricing some clothes, blah blah blah. 
I couldn't even work because I had to sit and listen to this thing. So I right away went onto eBay and ordered like 80, 80 of them for like five bucks. But <clears throat> anyways, their their sponsor was Ford. Okay. And they kept talking about the Ford. Like they would be telling these jokes, like all these jokes. And then, oh, yeah, and I got a Ford. Oh, yeah, well, you better take your Ford over to the Ford dealership. To It's the customized certified Ford guys that fix your car. And they have the best parts and blah, 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 and get it checked up. And so... Like even back then, they were like talking about getting you back in if you even if you bought a new one. Well, the show was probably months. sponsored by Ford, right? Exactly. Oh, but okay. that was my point: is that I don't like the idea of having gas and electric. What the heck do you need that for? I mean, here's a better idea, as far as I'm concerned: nuclear fission. Nuclear. <laughs> no, here it is. Um, and maybe this is crazy. Tell me, but uh, if you magic go to Chevy mm-hmm. and you say. I would like to buy a Chevy Volt, and I will pay $25,000 for the Chevy Volt. Okay? You're going to have to pay $25,000 for a Chevy Volt, period. Exactly. So I want that Chevy Volt to only run on electric. I want to be able to plug it into my house. I want to be able to plug it in at work, and I'm only going to drive that car from my house to my work. Okay? But if, perchance, I want to drive to Milwaukee. Oh, it's 4th of July weekend. My parents live in Milwaukee. What am I going to do? I want to I'm going to call up Chevy and say I want to re- request a car for uh July 4th. And they'll say, "Surely, no problem." With that in that 25 Okay, so maybe I'll pay $30,000 for the Volt, but then they will have a battery of cars. They'll be like a car rental agency. And so that extra cost, they they kind of Encompass what? Okay, you're you're giving me a big uh, smile. No, 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 no. I think it's a great idea because you don't. Why do you need a car that does that kind of stuff all the time? Ninety-five percent of the time, all you're doing is driving from here to work and to the grocery store and back home. Here to work, the grocery store, daycare, back home. Here to the grocery store, here to work, back home. Once every once a month, once or every two weeks, you go on a big trip. I don't know. Well, maybe you go on more, but I certainly don't. No, no, I, I, I agree with your uh, concept in theory. That's a fantastic idea. Most of us, Thank most you. of us don't drive much more than sixty miles in a, in a week, maybe or half a week or something. And if we had a commuter train, we wouldn't even have to. Right. Even if we had. Anyways, walker. Anyways, um, <laughs> d bag. <laughs> um. So you're right for the for 99 whatever you said yes you're correct. Uh, the problem is is though everybody goes somewhere on the Fourth of July or yeah, I was thinking that too when Memorial I said that Day or Labor I said, I was Day like oh geez he's so, gonna catch me on that yeah so that well okay but but, but, if, but it would be like the Madison Homebrewers and Tasters Guild okay you got to get your you got to get it in in advance well, we have sure. we you have fifteen thousand yeah. you know or for every for every hundred for every fifty prices we or volts we sell. Mm-hmm. There is one rental car available, yep. you know, in this in this market in this demographic, and you have to make sure that you get your request in far enough in advance. And if you don't, yeah, we're sorry, you know, you, next year or you can sign up for next year. You can <laughs> get one next year. I have but a, then somebody I, would sign up. They would fi- they could figure it out there. I mean, there's there's they could figure out have how a, to do that. I have a different idea. All right, dovetails on your idea. We we get the electric only car that only goes sixty miles. 40 miles, whatever, whatever it, whatever it gets, it gets. Um, and, and instead of relying on your car manufacturer to provide you with a gas car on, on your big trips, uh, public transportation, 
especially if you're going to Milwaukee or Chicago, why not drive your electric guitar to a park? Yeah. Electric guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be pretty awesome if you think about it. <laughs> my car runs on... What kind of reverb you got on that? My car runs on distortion, man. <laughs> <laughs> my car rides on anger. Oh yeah, I just play. I just, I just pop in. Uh, uh, it smells like Teen Spirit, and I, I'm like in Minneapolis before you know it. Uh, you drive your your electric car to a park and ride, which has plugs. You plug your car in. You give oh, like a man, buses, and then you take a bus to Minneapolis, oh. to Chicago, to Milwaukee. Okay, well that would, and then that hopefully could, your sure. relatives, your parents, or your friends have, have a, a volt. car, a volt, and they come and pick you up at the bus station, right and they on. take you to their place. That in in addition, I mean, or we need Jetson style cars that fold up into briefcases, and then we can just take them wherever we go. And a food rack cycle. Anyways, yes, um, dovetailing. Does that mean that it it would work? It would work in conjunction. So, in addition to having cars that are available for you to rent mm-hmm. on the on the high traffic days like Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, you know, the the traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, originally pagan but have been adopted by the christian holidays which we celebrate here in this country in addition to seder and whatever the other you know jewish and mm-hmm. and perhaps muslim holidays that that we would have to drive to visit our relatives uh on mm-hmm. they have the buses that go to the major hubs of big cities in in different states or even cross state borders right sure. mm-hmm. yeah so it, it would i mean dovetailing that word Means in addition to like uh, working in conjunction with, uh, it, it would be, yeah, working in conjunction with because it's they're both there. Both those ideas will be there. Oh, you know what I mean? Not just like so you could rent a gas car from your car company, or you could take the bus, or you could take the bus. Well, you sure. have a choice. Yeah, yeah, well, sure. Right, right. Because because there's a lot of times where you could like, opt out of the gas thing. You could give them. You could pay thirty thousand dollars for the opportunity for a car. Or you oh, could pay sure. Five thousand dollars. Be like, you know what? I'm never going to need your gas. No, car. I mean I'm Thanks. sorry, but this idea is gall darn fantastic. It's we're not the first people to think of this idea. Yeah, but why the heck isn't it out there? Because people want to have their own car and experience the open road. Yeah, but you know that's, what? No, that's no. the I, no, no, no. That's the idea that has been sold to us. Doesn't matter since the inception of the car. The car gives you f- master of the highway, freedom to roam. You're not confined by. The man, you can do what you want. There are people that think for themselves nowadays. If the Volt would come out with an idea like this, wouldn't wouldn't that make you think twice? And and you went into the Volt showroom. Let me tie it back. And somebody like me said, let me tell you what we got. We got this idea where you buy the Volt, okay? You can drive about 60 miles. It's 100% electric, 100%. You can plug it in your house. Mm -hmm. And um, we actually have this deal going on with the government now because Obama realized that he was being kind of wishy-washy and uh, kind of, you know, started walking towards the left a little bit more and decided to give rebates if you put a solar panel on your house. And we'll give you another rebate for that solar panel on on your house because we invested pretty heavily in in a local solar panel manufacturing company. Mm -hmm. So you can actually save a lot of money on your electric bill that will offset the cost of you charging your car at home. Mm -hmm. In addition to that... If you drive less than 60 miles a day, you won't even need the gas engine Mm -hmm. at all. And if there are instances, 
perhaps on a holiday, whatever your chosen religion mm-hmm. says that you should get together with your family is, mm-hmm. you can just call us up in advance and say, I would like to rent a car for these days. Or you can take advantage of our interstate bus transit system mm-hmm. that will get you anywhere you need to go. And we have family cars available in that bus system mm-hmm. where you can bring your kids and they have a little play area in the mm-hmm. back. It's it's almost like a it's like a like a driving seven forty seven. It's like a it's like a, a, a airplane on wheels. <laughs> you can piss right in the car there, right in the okay. bus. Uh, yes, I, I, would you? I mean, yes, absolutely. You'd be like, sign me up. Stop the presses. It's gonna cost you a foot. <laughs> oh, take it. Oh, that's my last one. <laughs> I bought Damn. my house with the other foot. That's all right. I can still drive with a stump. <laughs> it's electric. You got stump shift? <laughs> um. Okay. So to tie it back, <laughs> um, to tie it back to the tea party, to the tea baggers. Oh, the D baggers. The D baggers. D or T. Um, the DT baggers. Oh my God! What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I need some more maple beer. <laughs> As the marketeers have uh, bamboozled us into believing that the car provides us the open road and this freedom that these days we don't necessarily want anymore because cars are too damned expensive. They're complicated. They break down. We don't want to pay for them. Gas. Gas is four dollars a gallon, and it's going up, and all that sort of stuff. Yes, we're waking up, but the problem, wars in the Middle East. The problem is. We haven't been investing in this um, public transportation uh, throughout the years. We've been trying. Uh, we haven't really been trying that hard. I mean, there's been a couple of initiatives out there. Ah, uh, Florida snapped up that money. Mi- Minnesota snapped up that money. California was like, woohoo! We have taken that money. We have built a big train all over the place. I completely okay. I agree with you, but oh. Wisconsin's like. Hell no. no. We're going to sit here in our yard and drink cheddar beer. <laughs> <laughs> and watch that road construction. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> so we can experience some more freedom. Anyways, um, my point is is that the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, we weren't investing in public transportation. In fact, if you look at like the, the Madison system or other bus systems in Wisconsin, you'll see that routes have been cut. They've been shifted. They've been downsized, basically. Uh, to the point where it takes me an hour and a half. Now, I don't do this because it'd be ridiculous. It takes me an hour and a half to ride the bus from my house on the east side to the west side because you got to hit these transfer points and transfer four times, yada, yada, yada. Now, when we say, you know what, why don't we get these electric cars and why don't we do this uh, public transportation thing, people, the teabaggers, have been brainwashed by marketing, to believe that it's way too expensive and nobody actually wants this type of technology, right? So when you say... Because it doesn't make a lot of money. All we need is $50 million and we can have public transportation all throughout the state. People are like, $50 million? My gosh, I'm already being taxed to the hilt. and We could buy a jet plane for that and shoot down some more drones it's in Afghanistan. It's not even that, though. It's not even that. The teabaggers don't care about the wars. They they could take that war or leave that war. What? Yeah, but it's 50% of our tax budget. Yeah. I mean, that's, no, what, they're, I, that's I, what they're talking about. I is dev- that's their biggest issue, I agree issue, with you, I but I don't... They're also frightened. So what? Okay, you know what? Also, we, you know what? On, but they're also frightened. So when you say we're going to cut the, the defense budget, they say, no, what about terrorists? We're gonna really? Get us. I think what we have to do before we really start talking about the teabaggers is we we have to... Uh, we, we should really get their... Um, Issues is that the right word? 
They're, Dude, what, what do you think I've been doing for the last six years? I, I, I follow. I've been following this. You've been following the tea baggers. I listen to the radio. That's why you got I all kinds of viruses articles. on your computer. Yeah. I I am not an expert. Like I haven't been to their little secret base of operations. I haven't you, penetrated you their the, meetings, but I have been listening. Did I've you been crawl through the attention. tunnel at the Capitol. I can tell you what I believe is going on, and I I can only tell you what I believe because really? it's my well, interpretation of what I've been ingesting but, into my filter. Maybe. Well, but now wait a minute though. We were talking about the tea baggers, and we were trying to decide what their what their stance on certain issues were, and you were like, mm, I don't really know, man. I I never I don't know. What are they? I don't even know. Because where I, do they stand? I don't. I'm not sure. Because so, I don't. That's what I'm, I'm I'm talking about here. We I, gotta. We should do some research and figure out their I, stance on on all the issues <laughs> before we start like derailing their your tea bag out. train. You're copping out because I can tell you. All right. Where do they stand on abortion? They're against it. But but do you know why they're against it? Because it costs too much money? No. Well, that's part of it. They think that the government is subsidizing, subsidizing abortion. And because they against, think sex is wrong in all sta- cases except for rape? They, they're not even sure about that because if it's government subsidized, they don't want anything to do with it. Government subsidized rape. <laughs> I would be against that too, I guess. Well, I was like, cock, the Cock you Brothers know, should be indicted for that. That's taking a little Wisconsin, too far. Every single Wisconsinite is going to file charges against the right. Cock Brothers. Oh, I think I was raped by Walker and the Cock Brothers. Yeah, sodomy. I'm claiming was sodomy. Was that government subsidized? <laughs> there's some there's some Santorum on the... On the <laughs> there's Santorum on the, all over my face. It's just terrible. <laughs> on the sheets. Oh, he's running for president. Scrape him up. But what I'm trying to say, when I say I don't know, I can tell you what the marching orders are, what the marching chant is, the direction is. But what I can't tell you and what I don't get a good feeling on is what the individuals feel like. I feel like there's a number of individuals who have gone into this Tea Party because they believe that the tax burden on this country is too great, but there's all of these other issues. You know what it is? What is it? It's the early stages of marketing. Well, well, yeah. These no, people but. are trying to align themselves with something, yeah. and they're not because they don't know what they believe, but they don't like what they see that's out there. Yes, they don't. And they're trying yes. to find something new, so they're so they're glamming onto this thing, and it's growing. And that's what Coke did, and that's what Pepsi did, and that's how they that's what Ford did, and that's what Chevy did, and that's how they gained their base of of customers. I would say though that Pepsi is in those early and days, Coke and Ford and Chevy have a less uh, destructive message. In that, still, all they want you to do is buy their product. But you know what? Well, that's it's the same it's, thing with the tea party. It's the same. Their marketeers want no, to buy the product. What it is is it's the metamorphosis of capitalism, and it's met- the metamorphosis of of a capitalism democracy hybrid, because capitalism. Is is the uh, the the hand of the Chevys and the Pepsis and the Cokes and the Fords, and the politician, the political realm is the you have the the Republicans and Democrats. That's it. You have two parties. But now it's like, hmm, I'm sick of the Democrats. I'm sick of the Republicans. Let's get let's get capitalism involved with politics a little bit more, and let's get some more parties out there. Because I don't like what either... I, I, I like something a little bit in between. Is that what you're saying the Tea Party is, though? Yeah. Again, the Tea Party I, I, I isn't a I political think party. Are, are looking for something that they haven't found in the Republicans and they haven't found in the Democrats. And the Libertarians are 
sound like an alien race. See, but the, hang on, uh, hang and on the a second. Wigs are have been dead for <laughs> 250 years. Hang on a second, though. You're the, here's the confusion, and this is where I was confused for a little while too. A libertarian or a green party or whatever is a political party. Yes. As a, as is a Democrat or a Republican. Yes. The Tea Party is not a political party. It is a movement which most of its members identify with the Republican Party. So when you have a Tea Party candidate up on the podium running for office, he's not going to have a TP, which would be kind of funny behind his name. He is going to have an R behind his name. He's a Republican. You know what? What? This is the or early, maybe an independent. This is the early probably a Republican. This is the early stages of marketing. It's getting people, it's brand consciousness, it's raising brand consciousness awareness of the political idea that there can be a new party. That's Oh, it's just a movement. And all of a sudden Probably true. You probably All right of a sudden, there. boom. It's a party. Yeah, okay. I, today it's not, but all of a sudden it's years, a party. Five years oh my now, gosh. Yeah. yeah, it is a party. It's going people are going to wake up and they're going to vote it because they've been marketed to believe it. That's a good possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. Uh, so I need a beer. It's it's over though. Oh, it is. Yeah. Good man. lord. That was a. Uh, well, we, that was a good one. I think that's a good place to wrap up. Uh, nice, nicely. Well done, Eric. It's over. Well done. <laughs> uh, why don't you visit us at www.tficast.com? Leave us a message. Leave us a message. Put us a comment. Tell on us what there. you think. Tell us if you're a d bag or a t bag. Would you buy a Chevy Volt if would they provide a d bagger? Would you? <laughs> And on that note, don't a piss double D bagger. Don't piss on your your D D. Bag. Don't don't yeah. <laughs>